0: So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best worst friends. Best worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best Worst Friends. I'm Doug.
1: Hi, I'm Tim. Guys, welcome back. We look so old. We do look old. You know <laughs> what? cannot get over it. In my def- we look like shit, dude. I woke. Have you been sleeping okay?
0: No, I woke up at six a.m. for some reason today, and it was so fucking hot up in the loft, and it didn't matter if I had, if I put the fan on me, I'd be shivering because I was like sweating, and then I was too cold, and then when I took the fan off me, I was sweating, and I was so hot, and I couldn't <laughs> sleep.
1: And that's so like you hear about those scientists six. in the Arctic, and they're just in a constant state of like putting jackets on and taking jackets off because if they get too cold, they'll die. But if they get too hot, then they'll sweat and they'll die. So they have to constantly be doing that dude. shit. Do you
0: remember that one part in the day after
1: tomorrow when, uh, the
0: helicopter is in Antarctica or whatever. And the guy opens the door and he looks outside and he just instantly freezes. He's just like, Whoa! and his whole face <laughs> is just like ice. You remember that? <laughs> no, Ah, oh, dude, that was a pretty good movie for the like last no, time. I mean it like sucked but I mean it had Emmy Rossum too which I've been a big fan of hers for forever. They
1: don't make movies like that anymore. It's tragic. It's it cuz like they don't do world budget, ending movies cuz it's perfectly fine. They don't do world ending movies
0: cuz it's fucking so sad how our world is ending. It's more fun to think of the world ending when it's not actively ending.
1: You know, yeah. In, it's in the nineties, in the early two thousands, they did world-ending movies, and now they do the world has already ended movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all post-apocalyptic because we're like, all right, what do we have to get used to? <laughs> yeah.
1: What kind of life it's are like, we gonna live? <laughs> the post-apocalyptic movies are coming out, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what, what does that mean? It's the apocalypse now,
0: ah, uh, dude. Like, you know what's been pissing me off? is like this week when everything smelled like the world was burning, I'd be listening to music, and I would get like a volume alert on my phone. Like, Like, you've been listening to this way too loud. It's like, we're all fucking going to be dead soon. Like, what am I saving my ears for? I'm not living to 90. We don't have that much time left. Let me enjoy this song.
1: I'm smelling fires from a province away. Yeah. Yeah. If they tell us to evacuate, I'm just going to stay. No, I don't care. I don't care. Whatever. I don't think there's enough forest. I don't have a boat.
0: Is there enough forest around either of us to constitute Would it ever happen, you know? I don't know.
1: More things burn than just forests, you know.
0: No, I know. I know. There's a couple <laughs> other things.
1: Grass. It's not gonna. the, the fire <laughs> is not know. just going to reach the this city and be like, oh, "Ah, it's... More yeah. of a I'm rural more of a country fire. folk myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fires wearing no suspenders. Ain't, ain't much in the city for me. <laughs> what is that? Pride? <laughs> Gross. I'm a homophobic country fire. <laughs> Stay out here. I'm just an old fashioned
0: <laughs> flamer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Did in I tell you city? about
1: when I went to Nebraska and they were just all homophobic there?
0: Great right in Nebraska.
1: Was Gratner, was homophobic? Yeah, just yeah, just be there with 180 people, just be there with a client, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know if my brother-in-law is gay. Either way, I'm not letting him hold my kid." And I'm there eating like potato skewers. Like, I am on the co- I am on the clock, dude. Some people I don't in the states want to get in a fight. My mom
0: told me once when she went down to Kentucky to visit family. This is like, I think before Obama ever got elected. So it tells you what kind of stuff they're about to say. But the one cousin had said to my mom, like, well, I'm definitely voting for Hillary. And then my mom, just to kind of, like, goad them a little bit, was like, you'd rather vote for a woman to be in office? (laughs) And then they're like, ain't no way in my lifetime there'll ever be a blank as president. And I'll just let your imagination guess what someone from Kentucky (laughs) 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 described Barack Obama as. But grabbed yeah. <laughs> When my mom told me that, I was like, "That is fucked." Also, I think the same cousin told her that she had like an Uzi. It's like a submachine gun. She's like, "Yeah, in That's case sick. they run into bears." I'm like that is, I don't want your life.
1: I don't ever want yeah. your life. And also, I've never seen an Uzi advertised as a bear gun. <laughs> yeah, they're not like. Are you do, doing drive-bys on bears? In the if woods.
0: if you could only have one weapon to attack a bear, it can't be a gun. It has to be like some sort of melee weapon. What are you going with?
1: Friendship. What? Friendship. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're gonna talk <laughs> him down. A,
1: off, <laughs> offer him a hug. Yeah, yeah, that'll, um, yeah. Look very, look
0: really big though when you offer him a hug. That you might yeah. work.
1: Melee weapon. Yeah. for a bear. Um I'm thinking Dude If you
0: get like (laughs) Imagine if you came across me In a forest Versus a bear With like A razor sharp katana (laughs) Just like posed with it
1: (laughs) And then I see you pose And then somewhere behind you A bear slowly (laughs) slides in half (laughs) Yeah Jesus Doug (laughs) Uh No I think Maybe Hey Maybe I've seen too many movies Mm Mm-hmm. Let me know if I'm overrating the effectiveness of a baseball bat with a bunch of big nails stuck through it. No, yeah, that seems
0: pretty good. That would, like... I feel like that would be good. Imagine getting hit by one of those. If someone hit you in, like, the fucking leg with one of those. Just, like, eight I've, very I deep, that would be rusty stab wounds, and you also got hit with a fucking bat, and it's stuck
1: in there now, and he's got to yeah. wrench it out. When I was a kid and we learned about medieval weapons in fourth grade social studies, mm-hmm. it's a big moment for me. Yeah. I uh, I still remember how I thought the mace, the like spinny, spiky ball on a chain, <laughs> would be the perfect weapon. I was like, oh, man, I'd be so good at that, and I'd win every fight. I think it was about a decade later. That's the dumbest thing. Why would you even invent that? Yeah.
0: Doesn't even make How's sense. How is that better
1: than just put it on the stick? You don't need the chain at all.
0: Well, actually, if you think about the momentum you could possibly get with the swing, might add a bit more to it. I don't know, like a trebuchet with the swing. The trebuchet. Get out of here. Delayed. I'm not even gonna pretend. Where are you starting the swing? Exactly. Fucking idea what I'm talking about. But you talk about medieval weapons. Uh, remind me of. There's this really cool uh, military museum in uh, in Saint Thomas, and. they had this like one weapon that was banned from the First World War. It was like a bayonet, but the bayonets in that war, they used to be triangle-shaped. And they were triangle-shaped so that when they stabbed you, the wound would never close.
1: <laughs> it's like they
0: made a knife more dangerous. It's crazy.
1: That's nuts. I think that's what a serrated edge is for, too.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's like the same Just shape, right? Like up. a triangle-ish.
1: How do you ban a weapon in a war?
0: It's like one of those things I think they agree on afterwards. They're like, All right, well, if we stab someone with a regular bayonet, you know, they have a better chance of living if they like surrender or something. So maybe they're like, These are the you know how they don't do like chemical warfare or shit like that? Yeah. They agree upon these things after we're like, Nah yeah, we fucked up. We can't we can't be doing that.
1: I know I know that you know, the British people were horrible in taking over the world and they treated uh most places pretty bad. But their way of just, like, standing in a line and all shooting a gun at once seems very civilized.
0: Yeah, pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it would be great if that's how we still did war. Yeah. Everyone just sort of got in a line and took a shot and then waited their turn, like Final Fantasy, basically. And then you have to get really good at reloading this gun that takes, like, three minutes. Yeah. While a guy with nerves of steel plays the drums next (laughs) to everybody.
0: That's what I would like to do in the war, I think, is just the drum.
1: That'd be fun. Fuck no. Those things, those guns were not accurate, so you're just standing, just, like, hoping that this guy gets shot <laughs> next to you while you're there playing the drums, and you can't, like, duh, miss a beat because you jumped. What about if you went up
0: to the other line of soldiers, and you did, like, that drum line moment where you played the other guy's <laughs> drum? Could you just win the war? <laughs> that was the, I remember when that happened in drum line, I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that is so disrespectful. That's his drum. You can't do that.
1: I remember that watching that in Drumline being like, why doesn't the other guy just turn away? <laughs> yeah. Like, Was he going to follow you? <laughs> dude, I love that movie but no, so much. Great movie. Dude, the Drumline Stomp the Yard era of cinema, untouchable. Dude, I love that shit. Those Nick Cannon, like Omarion movies. Yeah, yeah. So fun.
0: You know, there's sequels to Drumline. He's not in them, so they kind of suck. But I remember watching a Drumline 2 just because it was a Drumline thing. And honestly, nowhere near as good. No one played someone else's drum. I'm not really into it at that point.
1: Yeah. Well, in fairness, I think that's the only cool move. Yeah. I don't think there's any other cool drum moves.
0: Though I did really like how they had, like, the scales of, like, the P1s were the people that were on the field during the – you know the games and the competitions and there's the p2s and the p3s and the p3s could challenge the p2s and the p2s could challenge the p1s for like their position and they would do have to do like a one off thing like i remember one time there was like two bass drum guys and they're all doing like their fun dances and like
1: (laughs) and then if someone out fun dances you then you get knocked down (laughs) to p2
0: how fun would like Da- i would have loved to have been in a marching band i don't care how fucking lame that is i think that would have been so much fun be like the bass drum guy who hits it and then it's just like spinning the sticks around hit stick spin spin hit stick spin i don't
1: i don't want to burst your bubble but uh-huh. you got tuba written all over you dude yeah, you yeah. Been, <laughs> not a whole lot of fun tuba dances yeah
0: is that can you wear a tuba or is, do you have to hold the tuba I think I think I think about like, a sousaphone. That's the one that you actually get inside of, right? And the horn is like beside your head. You know what I'm talking about. I don't I was I think I was also picturing that
1: <laughs> tuba. I think you hold a versus tuba, right? Sousaphone. I remember there's
0: a girl in my grade 7 class who we all had like bra- we all had to pick an instrument and she picked the tuba as a joke and then I watched her have to bring it home once to practice and she was literally <laughs> dragging it down the street and like crying because it was so heavy. (laughs) "Ah! Ah! Ah! Ah!" (laughs) 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 Really great. You're right. I was picturing a sousaphone. A
1: tuba you have to hold seems like a night. I can't imagine holding that. Yeah. My dad once told me, a a long time ago, my parents
0: told me they never did uh, did any drugs or anything like that. And then they just started casually mentioning all the drugs they've done. And one time my dad (laughs) told me, he's like, uh, I was going into high school music class and I had dropped acid, and uh, I was supposed to do a French horn solo, but I like grabbed the French horn and you have to like stick your hand in the end of it to play it. <laughs> and he's looking at it and it just looked like a bunch of metal snakes all like crawling all <laughs> over itself. So he just like got up and left the classroom and went home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. We were just like watching Law and Order, and then he just told me that story. <laughs> I was like, woo.
1: My dad is stuck by the fact that he's never done drugs. Never? Not and even weed? The, no. He said he never smoked weed. Are you the and drug guy in your family, then? it's harder harder to believe. Sorry? You must be the drug person in your family, then, right? Out of the four. I think I might be the only person in my family who's ever smoked weed.
0: Wow, Tim.
1: Wow. Yeah. Definitely the only one to do mushrooms. Oh, yeah. 100% the only one to do mushrooms. <laughs> but my dad said that he would stay up all night with his friends... And listen to, like, Frank Zappa and Pink Floyd Isn't your dad, and like, Steely Dan?
0: Like, dude, I, yeah, you know what I feel like? Dan is you, his favorite band. You know what I bet happened to your dad is the same thing that happened to me for years with, like, weed lounges where I'd be like, no, I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke weed. But I would get a contact high and then just end up having, right. like, the best night. So when your dad thinks back on those nights that, like he like found his love for steely Dan or pink floyd he just <laughs> likes weed <laughs> and those, those things are okay but he, he just, was just pretty high like, yeah, with that i love risk yet. like he was listening to pink risk floyd just being makes like, you all giggly this is fucking amazing and then he took a slice of like pizza 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 it was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs>
1: This is my favorite pizza and my favorite band. Calm down, Tim's dad. You're not better than
0: us. You're you're used to go to music
1: festivals together. Yeah. And all the other guys would like smoke weed and he wouldn't at the music festival. (laughs) That feels like like a parent trying to
0: make a point, but I bet he did. He's has to have got when's the last time you asked him? Like straight up asked him.
1: Was it uh, when you were a, a, while. a
0: child, an impressionable child, that he would not have wanted to admit that to?
1: No, this is after he found out I smoked weed. Okay,
0: what was that like?
1: Was he like, "Oh, um,
0: I, your brain"? I studied the brain. I, I could show you. Did I not
1: tell? <laughs> did I not tell you about how I told my family I smoked weed? No. I um. Did Did they have an intervention so,
0: for you, or? <laughs> so one
1: one, this is like. The story of me doing weed around my family is one Christmas I showed up at their house I drove to their house um, and I was going to stay the night for Christmas mm-hmm. Christmas Eve to Christmas morning and I took a <laughs> ate a slice of weed banana bread that I got from Bramsterdam. Oh my God yeah and, Don't and do then that. I went in the house <laughs> and I sat in a rocking chair and I remember distinctly thinking if I get out of this chair, I'm going to ruin Christmas. <laughs> I was so high, and my oh, brother-in-law good. was like, oh, did you hear the thing about legalizing weed? And I was looking. I'm like, dude, be cool. I'm like Shut shoveling nacho dip and shrimp onto my plate. Yeah, still in the, in the rocky
0: chair that you've like scooched up to the table. To- <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we had to go open presents, and I was just very high, and it was a nightmare. Anyway, a uh, couple – Years later, my mom likes to do these Christmas games uh, where she'll give out car- cards or whatever game she chose for that year we have to play. So for okay, the, the so family. when
0: was Bramsterdam you ruined Christmas? The Rocky Chair that ruined Christmas. When was that? What year? This was like twenty eighteen, maybe. Okay. So the game with your mom is
1: what? Twenty twenty? Twenty twenty one. Okay. I think. Maybe Or, no, 2019, probably. 2019, okay. I think 2017, 2019. We'll do it that way. That sounds good. Pre-COVID. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then the game she decides she wants the family to play is Two Truths and a Lie. (laughs) And then we go around the room, and everyone's like, my favorite color is pink. My favorite color is blue. I love Christmas. I cheated
0: on your father. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't like either of those colors.
1: And then it got to me, and I was... I forget what my first two... It was like, I performed stand-up comedy for an unexpected wake. And something like, I built my own chair in shop class or something. And then (laughs) Built your own prison
0: for Christmas that one year.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, I've been high as hell at Christmas. (laughs) And they were like, that better be the lie. And I was like, that was not the lie. (laughs) I was incredibly high two Christmases ago and my mom went what (laughs) did she have to like leave the
0: room or something
1: she'd like tried to play it cool and everyone in my family was just awkwardly laughing because like my grandma was there my cousins and my aunt were there that's funny that's a good time to bring (laughs) it out because your parents can't just be like what and like yell at you I think yeah this was shortly after they legalized it and oh, yeah. so family I felt okay telling my parents that. Yeah. And, yeah, we haven't played family games since that game <laughs> stopped immediately. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. We've not played any Christmas games since. Your mom was just like,
0: Tim. From now on, I just want you to only tell me lies, only lies yeah. from now on. No more truths.
1: All I want, all I want for Christmas is lies. <laughs> Did your mom find out through the podcast? That I smoke weed? No, I think I talked to her at some point. Because, yeah,
0: I didn't tell her for a long time, and then I finally did tell her. I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, because I'm pretty high. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, mom. Listen. It's super big. <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <Bruh>. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I want you to know that I've smoked weed. She's like, when? It's like, right currently. About, yeah. Right now. About 30 seconds ago. <laughs> There's one guy running for mayor. And he looks so high in his picture. Oh, really? <laughs> I like that. His name's, like, Skakochia or something like that. He's got, like, a neck tattoo and, like, a, one of those haircuts that's just <laughs> the top of the head swooped over. Dude, all of Ben Bankus's, uh stuff
0: for mayor has been making me laugh quite a bit. It's all pretty good. he's wearing, uh, like, the rainbow suit and shit. Like...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy
0: just doesn't give a fuck. I love it so much. That guy does not give a shit. No. And,
1: and you know, he's... Pe- I- Honestly, I respect anyone who'll Yeah, I respect anyone who's willing to pay the price in some areas of their life to just excel in the other shittier parts of their life.
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah. Also like oh boo hoo, there's probably like some fucking shitty shows that won't book him in Toronto, but he's like doing theaters in Calgary. I'm sure he's absolutely crying himself to sleep that he's not doing some comedy bar show. On, a, st- it on really, a Thursday, you know, and he's on tour. It
1: really shows <laughs> that it helps to have ideals, like vocal ideals. Yeah, and to like fucking no matter stand what. No matter what they are. Yeah. No matter what your ideals are, there will be a group of people who are like, finally, someone is saying the thing that we think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also Even, uh, speaking of know. uh speaking of fun shows, uh I did a really fun show on Saturday. Uh that's a pretty bad no, segue. At, was this at Levity Comedy this was Club? At Levity Hamilton, Comedy Hamilton, Club Ontario? in Hamilton, Ontario. Oh my god. Which, What's
1: it like to perform there?
0: It's incredibly fun. I really like that spot. I mean it's all decked out by like Manolis and stuff, who is actually on the Saturday show too, so it's always a pleasure to Hang out with that guy. God, that guy's the man. Um, but there was a guy in the audience who turned out to be, afterwards I was talking to him, he turned out to be a strong man whose uh, name is like on the board at my gym for like all three lifts. Cause he's like deadlifted right. 765 pounds.
1: He's like benched 500 and something. Like, but like, did you? Sorry. I need to know how you found this out. Because I like, could just walk up to him and you're like, you're so strong. No, I was like, oh, I went wow. out there to like smoke what a joint
0: after the show. And then this guy came out and he started. Um, what the fuck did I can't remember exactly how the conversation started. I might have just like brought it up because of how big he. Oh, no, because I talked about amazing fitness and because he's like, yeah, my name's on the board there. I was like, get the fuck out of here. What's your name? He's like uh, it's
1: Jake Ripko. I was
0: like, yeah, I'd fucking I know that name on that board.
1: Like, I stare at that name yeah. every day. Yeah,
0: I think about erasing that name and just writing mine down every single day because like <laughs> no one's gonna fucking no. And then he starts talking about. He's like, yeah, I'm actually a, a pro strongman. And I was like, oh dude, I fucking I love strongman. That's my shit. And then he's like, uh, did
1: you talk about strongman on stage? No, I didn't. But like anything
0: I said about strongman to him, he'd have this like fucking like flabbergasted moment of like someone knows what i'm talking about he's like yeah i'm going to the magnus and i was like for magnus and classic in iceland like dude that's amazing and then he's like uh yeah i'm also going to osg later this year And i was like man that's where all the the best new guys from World strongest man came from last year was osg like that's the contest to do if you want to break it and this guy's like smiling cause he's like no one ever talks to me <laughs> in this way
1: yeah, that's the kind of conversation you can only have on message boards. Yeah, yeah. With guys whose <laughs> avatars are just lats.
0: Yeah, and we're both just shirtless at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Complimenting each other. <clears throat> but no, he was fucking, he was cool as shit. And I wish him all the best in his contest this year. I guess he just injured himself, but fucking once oh, more shit. shit. Hopefully we can just have like a dominant uh, generation of Canadian athletes. That would be did you, sick as hell.
1: Did you say something to make him push himself too hard?
0: <laughs> Did I? No. But his yeah. friend, as they were leaving, because I had done the 170-pound dumbbell joke, his friend was like, they're for him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, actually, probably. I was like, fucking come grab them. I'm sick of looking at yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> them. bummed me out. Always on. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I need to find a new gym. My gym really bummed me Cha-cha.
0: out. Yeah, dude, what's going on? What's going on <laughs> with the gym? Dude, I-,
1: I went to go like an hour before closing, and I walked in, and it was packed. Like, every cardio machine was in use, every, like, bench, weight set machine, all of it was in use. Yeah. And so I just left. I literally went and did a lap of the gym. Like, that was my exercise, and I just went home. Uh, Yeah, I think you need to just find a better gym. And by better, I mean even just, just, like, pay a bit more
0: somewhere else that's not as busy, you know? Yeah. Even Hone Fitness was pretty good, and they're everywhere.
1: I just can't see myself... Just waiting fatly <laughs> next to something <laughs> while somebody like, tries adverb. to get it together. It's a great adverb. Yeah, just like every once in a while, I'm just casually pulling down my shirt because <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Nah, fuck it, dude. It's like, so I'll move How back to more town you and you fucking
0: you won't give a shit, man. We'll start getting. My traps hurt a lot, so we'll get you back at, at this.
1: Perfect. Yeah, and you'll be in constant yeah, man. pain. I'd love to be. I'd love to be jacked again. Yeah, we'll get you back in town. You can get me. You can just improve every aspect of my life when you get here. Because I I think so far you've promised to do that. (laughs) Every time I'm like, every time I complain about any aspect of my life, Don't worry, Tim, man, when I get to town, we'll (laughs) It's all
0: going to change when I come back, Tim. It's all going to change. change.
1: (laughs) Don't worry. I'll kick Mike out. You can move in. Hell yeah. We just share the bed.
0: (laughs) It's fine. We were yeah. we were getting there. We'll put a cardboard wall between us on the bed. Oh, <laughs> oh! I was talking about that this weekend because uh, I don't know. I like started talking about Super Nintendo. Oh, I was wearing a Super Nintendo T-shirt, and I was talking about how I spent all my time in that apartment just playing Paperboy Two and Donkey yeah. <laughs> Kong on my Super Nintendo. I fucking loved those games.
1: For someone who resents his paper route, you sure did play <laughs> the paper route video game a ton. Oh, dude! This was before weed. Yeah, dude.
0: I had some. Uh, I had some real fun this weekend with a guy in the audience who had a paper out, and I was like, I asked him, I was like, "How long do you have a paper out?" He's like this, like fifty, fifty, late fifties guy, and uh, he's like seventeen years, and it was just like the funniest. Oh I've God. never heard someone have a paper out that long. I just like, I just imagine him like fucking Rambo with like the two paper bags on, and yeah. it was a fun time.
1: He had it from he had it from thirty five to fifty (laughs) two. Those were his prime paper route years. Yeah, that's until his knees gave out. That's when
0: they say to do it. I used to be a paper boy like you. (laughs) Until I took an arrow (laughs) to the knee. You Skyrim? You don't play Skyrim, eh? No. (sighs) Dude. You should have played Skyrim at some point in your life. It's
1: so much fun. I guess you're not a video game. I know, man. All the games are fun. Yeah. But You'd be proud of me. I'm doing something I'm bad at. What's that? you riding a bike?
0: Comedy. you doing comedy. Well, why you got to?
1: Come on, no, man. I'll keep guessing. I'll keep
0: guessing.
1: You. <laughs> <laughs> Stop guessing. <laughs> guessing is so mean. <laughs> yes. Tim, no. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to learn guitar.
0: Nice, man. Nice. Like, what What kind yeah. of guitar are you learning? Like, what do you mean? Like, the...
1: I don't know. I got this big book on guitar theory. Okay. So I'm like, I'm try- right now I'm trying to memorize all the notes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for like the pentatonic scales? No, like memorize all the notes on the guitar. So if you're like, play all the B flats, I can play, show you where every B flat on a guitar is. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good useful skill to have. Yeah, because you never actually learned like theory or anything, right? You just, I learned. You just love... The, I guess playing pinball wizard.
0: I guess the closest thing I had to theory was like, I learned how to read music at first. Like when I was in lessons, I was reading. Oh no shit. I was playing guitar and like reading music from, from books. Right. Like, That's why. Uh, yeah. I couldn't do it now because when you start playing like the sixth string, it's, I think like at least two or three lines, a circle below two or three lines below the, the uh, fucking... You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I yeah, can't yeah. think of the name for it. Trouble uh, Clef? No, that's yeah. the thingy.
1: Every good boy deserves fudge.
0: Yeah. But it's like if there's three <laughs> below that, and then bottom E is like below that. So it kind of gets confusing to look in
1: when you're playing yeah. low stuff. I remember when I was a teenager, I thought I would try doing that. And then I read somewhere that Stevie Ray Vaughan couldn't read music. I was like, nah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> also, I was learning like Why that.
0: I? And... And then I remember looking up a tab for the first time, and I was like, what the fuck? Why am I learning this? (laughs) This is so much better. This is so much more efficient. So much better. Yeah. And then my teacher started writing out tabs for me too, which is, that guy was so good. Like, his ear was so good for music. I would just, he'd be like, yeah, bring in, like, a CD or a tape if you have, like, a song you want to learn. And I would bring something in, and he would, like, listen to it a couple times and then tab out, like, a riff from it for me or something like that. That's great. I remember one time I brought, like, this acoustic master's CD that I got like a garage sale where people are just going <laughs> fucking nuts on these acoustic guitars like <laughs> slapping, fucking slapping with their all thumb guitar. and shit, like getting a, like, a it's like a fucking August rush like, out here. Yeah, literally like crazy shit. And I played the song I really liked off of it for him, and he's just like,
1: uh Yeah, I can't tab that out.
0: He's <laughs> like, I can't play that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know
1: I don't know the tab for when you slap the guitar on the top. Which is the dumbest thing. I remember seeing that when I was in school and there would be like the putting fring, da, 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 and play it on the body of the guitar. I remember thinking that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's to me, it's, I, I kind of like it, but it's also just like,
0: well, you just practiced a lot. You just like, you're just like but, in the rhythm of that thing. But I feel like you could like easily fall out of that rhythm and yeah, that would it, be embarrassing. It,
1: it's like, we talked about that band Polyphia or whatever. Yeah. With that, like, sexy, androgynous tattooed man. Yeah. And I listen to that music, and all I could think is, wow, those guys are very good at that. I don't feel anything. It kind of, and it it might just be
0: because they're so young, too, but it's like your young tattooed children are just trying to show you how good they are at the thing they do. That's what it feels like. You're like, yeah, good. You, like, want to give it a like because you're like, actually, yeah, pretty good playing. I would never, ever listen to this ever outside of this no. context, though. It's just not a good, like, it doesn't sound good.
1: It sounds to shredding. me like the music of people who have never had a real job. <laughs> yeah. It's like the opposite of Bruce Springsteen. I mean,
0: Bruce Springsteen has also never had a real job. His dad, what? His dad was a blue-collar worker. All of his songs are written from the perspective of, like, we're going to do five. Actually, my dad did. I've just been Seriously? doing this. Yeah. I Dude, 100%. Like, 100%. No, no. He's just the like. boss? He's like a fucking white collar kid who's just like. His dad was blue People collar. People also
1: ask. he there's Did like, Bruce Springsteen go to Vietnam War? <laughs> Upon being drafted, he failed a f- at 19. He failed a physical examination. Because he got a concussion in a motorcycle accident two years prior. You know what?
0: I'm thinking, maybe they weren't saying Bruce. Maybe they were just saying boo. <laughs> you know, there's, Where? As concert when they're like, Bruce. They're just booing him <laughs> and boo, get a job, boo. boo.
1: <laughs> no, but that was a sick God, concert, that was though. So smart of him to get a concussion on a motorcycle two years before Vietnam.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's forward thinking.
1: Yeah. Everybody should get a concussion just in case.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everyone should have at least some sort of medical thing going on that could get them out of like World War 3. Everyone's got a like Oh yeah. Yeah, Tim, you could probably do some sort of eyesight thing, you
1: know. No, the the you uh I claim some bad things for the army, the like l- recruitment, like the bars you have to pass to get into the army have gotten so low. I remember in the like early 2010s there was a news story about how in order to get more people into the army, they said that overweight recruits no longer had to skip dessert.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like, like we a, nah, will, it's, but just stay. We will no longer make the fatty fat, fat recruits
1: stand outside the windows and look at us while we eat our desserts. <laughs> yeah. If you can't do push-ups, that's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it.
0: Man. I've <laughs> always had so many fantasies of like, going to the army and going to like basic training and like coming out in great shape. <laughs> Cause it's just like <laughs> your job to get in shape. Yeah. That would actually be pretty tight. If like for eight weeks right now, someone just hire me to go get in really great shape. I would love that. And then I want to come home. I don't want to go fight in fucking Uzbekistan or where are they dropping bombs now? Uzbekistan. I saw like the States are dropping bombs somewhere crazy in like Africa right now. I don't know where it really? was. Yeah, they're just, like, going fucking hog wild somewhere. Just
1: because they got all these extra bombs, and they're trying to figure out where to put them? I sh- maybe.
0: I don't fucking... Who fucking knows? The, the states are so fucked.
1: All uh, right, do you want to do your news report?
0: What's my news report?
1: Remember you said you wanted to do something about, like, the Chinese intervention... Oh, yes,
0: coming to you live! ...investigation. From, uh, ...the actual good That's us. Uh... Cuck, the coning news bitch, report. Cuck, I don't know. Um, but anyways, what? did you guys, Did you? <laughs> did you, Timothy, hear about that Chinese investigation thing where there was like they were gonna look into the uh, interference in our elections, and then I have not. The guy who was so appointed on me. The guy who was appointed to do the investigation, you know, should be an unbiased party. He was like a family friend of the Trudeau's who'd went on like multiple ski trips. With them Sick. and his claiming of like not being that close to them is like we only went on a couple ski trips together as if it's like well if we don't go on at least three ski ski trips together like you're basically a stranger to me like I can't even yeah. I can't tell I don't you we are, were wearing
1: goggles totally could have been a totally other guy yeah
0: yeah you know yeah
1: you don't stick in my mind at all but anyways this yeah, investigation we took different chauffeurs it comes what back, were they
0: investigating exactly like the. Uh, the claims that uh there's been chinese interference in like our elections so like in oh, like cool. harassment like of MPs and like you know mm-hmm. messing with like ballots or ha- a lot of like harassment i think is like the main thing to like make sure people follow like their will and shit but uh the results came back. Hold on a
1: second. My cat's attached in the blinds. Keep talking. I got my head. Okay, up. cool.
0: Um, the res- results came back. They didn't really look into it that much, but the guy was like, all right, so we know they interfered to some degree, but we don't know how much they interfered because we can't really look into it that much because it would expose mm-hmm. how we get our like governmental secrets. Oh, my God. That's absolutely fucking adorable. That is so
1: cute. No, keep telling me about Chinese. Oh, no. See, this is how China
0: already gets me to stop talking about this. Is because I'll see something, like, horrifying in my Instagram feed, and then I'll scroll, and it'll be this. That's so cute. He's getting so big.
1: I know. He's so big. He's huge. He's chunky. Good boy. Yeah, he's going to be a big boy. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. So democracy
0: over? It's crumbling. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But it's just like we know they we know they meddled. We don't know to the extent they meddled, but we also can't tell you how they meddled because it would expose how we get our governmental intelligence. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like I no, everyone didn't... everyone's fucking around. We're all fucking around. We're all
1: well, fucked as up. someone who is very pro time theft. Yeah. <sighs> love it. Not for my own job. I love my job uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i hope that he didn't do any investigating <laughs> I, I hope I he was just like he didn't uh, yeah i hope he's just like sitting around his office doing dick all just on his phone and then they're like, like all right are so you ready bar. for that like, and how he how do you like, still have um that? yeah <laughs> he's like i'm gonna get the high score <sighs> have you guys heard of this candy crush pretty fun yeah that guy didn't look into it even a little bit but yeah
0: our politics in general are so fucked i've been watching stuff from like the house of commons where they like do the parliamentary debates back and forth and it's just a lot of like that fucking it's just like a tale of two weenies because there's like pierre who's like this fucking corporate have called this podcast corporate heartless weenie and then you have justin trudeau is this fucking you know nefarious weenie who, who the fuck knows what he's up to I think it's just about I think his it, legacy I, I think is what he cares about
1: Trudeau is more of an old school classic weenie <laughs> where he seems like a well intentioned dude but he just kind of sucks
0: yeah I think he's just like a dumbass at some like deep yeah. level he just doesn't know what the fuck is going on but yeah it's it I, just like the debates back and forth like the one guy would ask a question like Pierre would be like alright so fucking interest rates have went up nine times What is going to happen so that Canadians don't lose their homes? And then his party claps, and then it goes over to Justin Trudeau, and then he doesn't answer the question even a little bit. Doesn't
1: even talk about it even a little bit. Because the answer is, listen, people are going to lose some homes. (laughs) (laughs) That's the answer. I fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, listen, housing, what's going to happen is – I watched I looked at some graph. We're two of the least qualified people to be talking about any of this. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I saw some I, I like graph talking about it then. I literally saw a graph on my phone and I was like that's good. Congratulations. Where it was like the US crashed after 2008 and Canada did not because they were like, well, we can't crash because too many Canadians their retirement plan is their house. Yeah. They're going to have this house, and then when they retire, they sell the house, move into a smaller house, live off of that. Yeah. So it's just been going up and up and up. It never crashed. Oh, and so we're due for, like, a motherfucker of a crash. It's We're due for either, like, a world-ending thing, or it's just going to... We're just gonna have fucking Zimbabwe dollars, or we're just
0: gonna keep fucking like uh, doing the yodeler all the way up, like yodeler, until we're all paying like (laughs) fifty thousand dollars a month in in rent
1: from Price Is Right. You have to pay until eventually the price is no longer right, (laughs) (sighs) dude. Yeah, so that's what I know about politics.
0: Yeah, me too. I I hate politics. I was ranting about politics a little bit on stage again. At least people kind of enjoyed it, I think, a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a problem you have. Every once in a while you'll get, you'll be like, I'm going to say one small about thing, thing about, about politics. Yeah, yeah. Do you something what you will were just, pissed, like, set about? me
0: off. I can't remember what I was, it was just sort of about, like, how the idea of how bad these fucking politicians are, but yet I've had three months uh, probation every job I've ever had, but these fucking pussies can, like, fuck up for, like, years on end with no yeah. repercussions and they're just paid absurdly well and you see these fucking grown adults in parliament who's like blah, 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 just yelling fucking nothing and like not paying yeah. attention and joking around with each other and i just want to fucking beat them all up and be like you're all making so much money can you help us we're dying uh, fucking help us there with
1: her- With their color-coded ties. Yeah, dude, I fucking... Those always make me laugh. But at least it's not like Britain where they still have to wear powdered wigs. Look like fucking dickheads over there. Honestly, they should have to... You know what? Not powdered wigs, but we should find something embarrassing
0: for them to have to wear. They all have to wear tutus in Parliament.
1: (laughs) They have to wear tutus and propeller hats. Yeah,
0: and when they get up to speak, they have to do like a little dance. Like a do do (laughs) do, Like the... You know that famous... Mr. Speaker... I,
1: uh, yeah. Oh yeah, one thing I wanted to say about that guy who fucked off and didn't do any of that uh, investigating. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get circle back to it, and we never (laughs) did. Was I think it would be great if you got to work in a warehouse, and you were like, actually, I cannot put this on the shelf, because that would give away my process for putting things on shelves. (laughs) Yeah. So.
0: Can't reveal my secret. For the
1: safety of the company, I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cannot participate. But I
0: did put a bunch of Chinese boxes up there. Uh, anyways. a uh, Political Doug. <laughs> that's as, oh, that's as, as much go. as I want to talk about politics. So but I thought of a question uh, I wanted to <laughs> ask you is what would you do right now if you had a time machine to go back to just like teleport in front of 14-year-old you and you can do like one action, like one skill you've earned and then like say like, a short sentence to him to like impress him like knock his dick in the dirt tell him like it's fucking
1: it's worth it dude. oh impress him not oh i thought you were gonna say like, like blow change, him away like change the course of your life no no
0: no literally just be like dude fucking stick with it Look
1: oh i was gonna be like i was just gonna like shake and be like buy bitcoin and then disappear <laughs> yeah into the ether bitcoin!
0: Everyone else's like guy, they all yeah. there's like a bunch of them there. They're all having like people come back from the future, and they have these like sentimental moments. And you're just like, back on,
1: back on. They have to pull yeah. you off of them. <laughs> buy For it, the please, love of God,
0: please, <laughs>
1: <laughs> please buy Bitcoin. Because I have time travel fantasies all the time. Yeah, I have dreams, fantasies about going back and correcting mistakes, which is probably pretty unhealthy. Dude,
0: we've talked about this while jerking off. Sometimes so I'll go back and right wrongs times where i thought i could have gotten laid but i like was too scared to try and make a move (laughs) and i'll fucking write that wrong but then sometimes you fall in that fantasy land of like i'll be writing a wrong from like 2010 or 2011 and then i'm like man dude imagine if i took the money that i had saved up for school and put it in bitcoin imagine and then i'm jerking off to just imagining being rich (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's there's no ladies around anymore i'm
1: just thinking of the extravagant purchases i would make the lifestyle i would have i'm just i just i'm doing (laughs) i'm I'm starting to do push-ups at age 13 and then i go buy bitcoin and then right back to push-ups yeah hell yeah get that sweet good my sister has a good life membership Mm -hmm. from when she was 14 so she pays like 15 dollars a month wow (laughs) that's crazy She's, she's just had it forever does she still go I think so. Not recently. She was was pregnant. Oh, true, true, true. But I think she does. Yeah. Um, So the only
0: reason, I brought this up because I was thinking.
1: Okay, do you want my answer? Do you want my answer or not? Yeah, you go first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have an answer. Okay. I would just tell him, just so you know, you have sex. (laughs) Because that was my biggest fear at 14 was I'm never going to have sex. Yeah and I'm going to be this forever, and it's going to suck. My answer is very similar. It would literally be, I would love to go back, and if I could, as an
0: action, set up a prop, I would bench press 225 <laughs> pounds, and then get up and like look myself in the eye and be like, you have sex and blowjobs. And he'd be like, multiple blowjobs?
1: <laughs> like, so, like, that's what you, I want. That's going to blow his little mind. You've had sex and Sometimes they come. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> my <And> God. Sometimes <laughs> they've enjoyed
2: it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sometimes they don't get real sad after. So it's not always their rock bottom, buddy. Stay with it.
0: Yeah, I think that would really motivate <laughs> younger me. Because when, like when I was in high school, there was this thing called the 225 Club, and it was for people who could bench press 225 in high school. Which and you thought it meant for impressive. those
1: who can weigh 225?
0: I <laughs> would have been in that club. But – uh <laughs> Uh, I would have almost been in that club two times over at one point in my life. That pants, too. <laughs> my upper body is in the 225 yeah. club. My pants. I, I are... have a
1: question. When you were still 395 pounds, would you still take your jeans off before you stepped on the scale? I Try to cheat those extra couple? No, I think at that point I was just
0: so like, woo! I was just going down. I was like stoked. Uh, and it's you're so big that you're going down with, uh, with almost no effort. You know what I mean? Because you're just like you just eat a little bit better, and I was still eating like a lot of bad stuff by accident, like way too much fucking peanut butter, (laughs) like whatever would fit (laughs) on a spoon was two (laughs) tablespoons. Be balancing (laughs) it like a fucking seal, like I'm walking around with a beach ball on my nose. Like a Mario
1: Party game. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If I can get this back to my couch, I can eat it.
0: But yeah, you're fucking you're just crushing it there for so long that I don't think I plateaued until like. Maybe three forty for a bit, and then had to do like a little bit of adjustment. So
1: you wanted to bench two hundred twenty-five pounds since you were a teenager. Yeah. Oh man, that makes I I'm saw so people happy do that, that, and I saw them wear. I would have celebrated way more.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were there. You were there. Yeah, I
1: thought it was just a thing that you casually started to want when you were twenty-six. No, I didn't no, realize man. this was a childhood dream. I'm.
0: I'd been seeing this for so long, and I remember the first time I saw like a truly, like. uh like a lift Jacked in real man. life that like yeah, while my fucking high school uh coach, my football coach, was an ex CFL player. I remember at one point he deadlifted and he picked up the bar and I saw it bend like he was a cartoon character. And he did a couple reps, like touch and go reps, of like probably at least like anywhere from four to six hundred pounds. I truly don't know. But it was somewhere in there, probably close to like five something. He's repping out 500 pounds in front of us, and he goes to set down the weight, and the gym was on the second story above our gym, and when he sets it down, we all felt like the... (laughs) Like, we all, like, shook a little bit. And I was like, that is the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. Like, just to be that fucking strong, to do that. No one else in this room can do that. No one else in this building. No one else in this fucking... In, like, a kilometer radius, maybe.
1: Unless a strong dude lives hey, nearby. <laughs> can you explain something to me? Yeah. When I remember when I was in high school, there was just, like, a skinny kid. He, would like, played soccer and stuff, but he's like, a wiry dude. Yeah. And he leg pressed, like, 850 pounds. Yeah. But I don't think it was legit, but I don't understand how it was not legit.
0: Yeah, if you're not going all the way down till like, your knees are beside your ears, you're not really doing a leg press. You're doing, a like, a very partial rep, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, yeah, if you're able to, like, you know, you see those guys who are just, like, pushing it, like, a little bit, but it has, like, 12 plates on either side, and you're like, yeah, congratulations, buddy. You got a hell of a fucking arm workout putting all those plates on there. <laughs> but you're not <laughs> like doing anything for your legs. You know, like, they even say when you use a leg press, if you put a pad behind your back, it'll give you, like, even more room for your legs to because you really want them to fucking it's such an exaggerated movement, you know. Jesus. So that's why he could do I don't that because
1: Mike's flexible enough to do a leg press.
0: My cousin would claim the same thing. Oh, I do so much weight on the leg press, Mike. Yeah, it's cuz you're fat. <laughs> you're fat. <laughs> we could do, you know. Like I know for a fact like if I tried to do a yoke like in strongman, which is like that event where basically Imagine walking into like a squat rack and then just picking up the squat rack and running away with it. It kind of looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> I got to think I could do some serious weight in that just because you end up Sounds having like some
1: Looney Tune shit.
0: It does very much look like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much like they would, an event would either have like a yoke thing or like the car on the suspenders that they run with. You know, it's like, it's a I love that like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like a strong man. Ripped his pants and needed to make makeshift pants out of a nerd's car. You know, if I move back, that's to, what it looks like.
0: When I move back to Toronto, I would love to see if there's like a strongman gym that can be a part. of. I don't of it. think
1: they would have cars for you.
0: <laughs> no, no, but like I was talking to that Jake guy, and he's like, "Yeah, there's this gym called Fortis Fitness there that it has this thing I've wanted to try forever. That's like, uh, it's like a bench press, but you know, one of the ones that's like self-spotting, where you can like rock the weight forward." And then you unrack it, and then the rack falls backwards a little bit, so that when you rack it, you just have to fall backwards with it. You probably don't. Understand. I
1: can't even envision that, but I believe okay. you.
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's just like
1: high quality equipment. It would be fun to fun to use. I was uh, I was talking to Kyle today, and Kyle Patton. I was reminded the of Kyle my favorite. Yeah, the Kyle Patton. Wow,
0: check out his podcast, Battle of the Bands. I actually listened to podcast episode today it's fucking hilarious it's oh really good. so
1: much better than this podcast oh my god yeah that's oh why my god, dude, dude.
0: there's a reason i'm mentioning it at 49 minutes and not two minutes yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. otherwise we'd have no one would listen to this It. would will be like that's like a great idea yeah yeah one one of them has like butt rock music taste and the other one has <laughs> pretentious hipster music taste and then they fight that's great yeah, yeah. You know what I kind of thought
0: it would be a funny intro for our podcast if we ever recorded at Max's place. To be like, "Hi, welcome to Battle the Bands with me, Fat Kyle Patton and Ugly Sam Burns."
1: Dave <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fat Kyle Patton. No, you have glasses. You have to be Ugly Sam Burns. I'm <laughs> no, fat. Uh, Kyle. I'm Fat Kyle Patton. No, no. I'm Fat Kyle. No. What the hell? I'm pretty clearly I'm fat, fat Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell?
0: <laughs> we are incredibly dumb. That That's is so too stupid. dumb. Guys. Anyways, you're talking I was, about. I was reminded of your yeah.
1: favorite. I will kill all of you. <laughs> I I was reminded of my favorite <laughs> of your weight loss stories mm-hmm. when you filmed that movie. I'm sure we talked about this a ton, but I don't care. Oh when yeah, children of, children of Gord Children of gourd. Yeah. And and. You did all the filming, and it, you didn't realize there were going to be reshoots. A lot of reshoots, and yeah. then you finished filming, and then they came back about a year later, and were like, "All right, Doug, time to get those reshoots in." And you, at that point, you had lost 180 pounds.
0: I don't think I'd lost that much, <laughs> but I'd lost enough where it was like, "What the fuck?" He doesn't even look a little yeah. bit. We filmed a scene in like Jordan Shearer's apartment, and I remember one one point we're going to the elevator. He's like. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy for you, man, but uh, it really fucked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's why it wasn't released. I don't. There was, like, so many, like, rewriting of, like, the whole ending of it. And, like, we did a couple different endings. And then one of the endings we did film, like, I didn't really like that much. But there was some, like, mm-hmm. truly, really fun stuff in there. And Jordan Shear is, like, one of the funniest people. So getting to hang out with him for that yeah. long was, was great.
1: But just you showing up to set and everyone being like, fuck (laughs) didn't they like put extra sweaters on you (laughs) they considered it for a bit but then it was just like you look at my face
0: and they're like we don't have the makeup budget to like (laughs) make his face fat (laughs) because that's (laughs) where yeah i'm trying to think of like what the actual timeline was of i guess i could go through my messages and figure it out but yeah but it was enough that you lost a substantial amount of weight i looked significantly different significantly yeah. different
1: and it wasn't ruin that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably. But uh it was a lot of fun to shoot. And I learned a lot. You know what I learned? I remember once there was a scene when uh we had kidnapped a guy and we also got uh some fast foods. We're all eating around a table, he's tied up <laughs> and reading burgers. And I'm just like eating my burger during the scene, you know, saying my lines, whatever. And then at one point I hear Jennifer McAuliffe and the other girl Grace. They're like talking, and uh, Jennifer's just like, "Yeah, I'm trying to make uh, make sure I take small bites so I don't mess up burger continuity." And I look up from like a finished rapper, like, <laughs> 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 and then I think I like had to be given the director's burger too. <laughs> to like, All right, we need him to be holding a burger for this scene. <laughs> It's a lot of fuck ups I did because I just didn't know anybody. one time I just like picked up a book that was like a prop and I was just like looking through it and he's like where'd you grab that from where'd you grab that from i was like i don't know <laughs> right or somewhere he's like well we need to look the same for like a scene from a different angle it can't just be moving around weirdly <laughs> And then they had to go look at footage to see if this book was on like the bottom thing of this coffee table or on the coffee table. And I was like, I am not touching anything here. Just I'm not eating Mr. anything. Beaning your way through this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just destroying it completely. Yeah, that was my goal. Yeah, never cast me in anything, uh, anybody, because I will find a way to
1: <laughs> bring it to its knees. Really good stuff, pal. All right, you got new shows this week, man. Let me take a look at my
0: calendar team. Um, yeah, this Friday I'm in St. Jacob's, which is near Kitchener, Waterloo. It's gonna be me, Jason, uh, Dave gettichu um, Tyler Dombrowski. I think Johnny Wren's on it. But honestly, I'm just stoked to do a show, me, Jason, and Dave, because that's like we started together in London. You know, that'll be fun. Nice. I think that's the only show I really have this week. I really gotta work on my a one man show which if you're in the Hamilton area July 20th through July 30th I'm going to be doing a one man show called Extremely Loud have you and Pretty Fat. It yet? Yeah, I've been writing it for a bit, but I haven't been writing it like in the order of the show. I'm writing like the different right. parts. Now I'm kind of going back through trying to tag up, see the holes and I'm hoping to have Sorry, some I, sort I, of like Frankenstein version together for Wednesday. because I'm hanging out with Devin to talk friend shows nice. and I would be very ashamed to
1: not have something to show Devin.
0: Because <laughs> I, l- I respect Devin a lot.
1: Do you want to... Uh... Sorry, I completely stepped on the title.
0: Oh, it's uh, called Extremely Loud and, and Incredibly Fat. <laughs> Which Woo! is a title Tim Such gave me. Such a good
1: title, dude. Yeah. 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 I love it. Uh, I got... Um, I'm doing part of Danny Adim's $1,000 best set competition no, he's letting in you the back second in. round of that nice <laughs> yeah. congrats isn't this the it contest
0: again. that he let you in a bunch he just bombed your tits off repeatedly
1: yeah nice and i qualified for this at like a random mic like a year and a half ago and <laughs> <laughs> i don't really remember it was there a comedy brawl this year uh I don't fucking no. probably did you apply for uh Oh, uh, there was there was last year it's good. And I think we just haven't come around again. Oh, okay. It's it's honestly...
0: It's, I didn't do good. It's worth applying just because if you can get through a couple of rounds, it's like free stage time.
1: Yeah, I had fun. In front of people. I got two rounds. It was decent stage time. Got beat up by a guy. brought a bunch of people. Whatever. Um, it happens. Anyway, yeah. I'm doing... So that's on Monday. Nice. day this comes out. I think it's at Poacher's Arms like 8 or something like that. Poacher's Arms? Um. Not the Poacher's <laughs> Arms. The fucking... Poor house. But if you're
0: in London, go to the Poacher's Arms every Monday. It's a fucking kickass spot. Also, August thirty yeah. first, go to the Poacher's Arms. August thirty first, be uh, recording. Sorry, let me
1: just do. Let me do my thing, and then we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then on t- on Tuesday, Kevin and I are going to be hosting the fucking. Oh, mark. dude, I might still, come into still, town. Just to still watch don't that. know. <laughs> still don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, with that. If you're in Toronto, please go to that and just tell me how bad it is. If someone can go there it's and gonna live be so stream bad. it for me. You could pause it for the comics. I don't want to make fun of them. I just want to make fun of my friends,
1: Tim and Kev. <laughs> yeah, we've never hosted together. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So end of August, an- end of August,
0: August thirty first. I will be recording an album at the Poacher's Arms in London, Woo! Ontario. It's a fucking That's big. Time, it's going to be dude. a ticketed event. There's going to be two shows. So it's just going to be fucking. i on a the stage show. now. Tim's on there. Aaron, uh, Stevenson, fucking. Everyone I know to come to this. Me too, hopefully. Or Doug. If you're in London, dude, this is the big one. This is the one I want you to come to. Come on, huh? (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be good. Oh, my God.
1: It would be so funny if you had like four people and five people for each of your album (laughs) recordings. It's just like your mom. Yeah. (laughs) That
0: didn't happen when I tell a story or something. No, (laughs) Douglas. I just start crying. And you're like, "Shut up, Phyllis!" <laughs> I just release it. It's called "The Day the Dream Died." It's just 40 Honestly, minutes of me. I would just listen doing awful. to that album. That would be if it was just you.
1: Fun. If it was just you telling the stories from your childhood and then your mom heckling you <laughs> during those stories, I'd watch, I'd listen to the shit out of that. That album. would actually it's be a great idea.
0: That would actually be pretty funny. I really like all the stories of like Doug Stanhope would take his mom on the road with him, and she would sometimes open for him like they would work on her set together and then she would go out there and like tell some dirty stories or whatever and then bring him up like that's fun as fuck so sweet yeah that's so that's so good yeah all right man
1: well that's it
0: that's the whole podcast guys thanks for sticking with it uh we love you thanks for listening we'll be back again someday i want to do a beautiful frosty the snowman thing but anyways is that
1: frosty the snowman
0: i'm pretty sure it's how frosty anyways goodbye everybody that's the end of the podcast
1: dougie the fat man all right. <laughs> it's
0: a theme song <laughs> of the
1: show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye-bye